Hi, I'm Kendra Corman, the host of Imperfect Marketing. If you're a solopreneur, small business owner, or a marketer, you know marketing is far from a perfect science. And that's why this podcast is called Imperfect Marketing. Here you will hear from marketing experts and successful business owners about their marketing tips and, of course, their lessons learned along the way. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Imperfect Marketing. I'm your host, Kendra Corman. Today, I am joined again by David. Um, he jokes and his team jokes that he was writing code in the womb, but the truth isn't that far off. He started building websites in middle school before the internet was even a thing. Even while he was pursuing other career paths, that passion never went away. Though he had a full-time job in retail, he started and ran Cl Cre uh, Clarity Creative Group, a digital marketing agency on nights and weekends. And uh, David is back. He joined me back in August of 2023 for episode 124, where we were talking a lot about AI. So welcome back, David. Thanks so much for coming back. Thanks so much for having me back. I love to be here. So I'm awesome. really excited because today we're going to take a little bit of a turn away from what we were talking about last time, which was AI and basically the human piece is really <laughs> what's key when you're dealing with AI. But to talk a lot more about local SEO, search engine optimization is huge for companies, local businesses, et cetera. Let's go ahead and talk about what is local SEO. So what we're leaning into, especially in this conversation, is to understand that like when you search for just about anything on the internet, you're, you're going to get um, kind of different experiences. And some of those experiences um, really revolve around the map pack, right? And like, you don't need a fancy tool to figure this out, right? So what is it that people are going to be searching for? Search for it. And what comes up in, in search, right? So if you're looking for a, uh, a sandwich company, you know, I need a sandwich, what's going to come up? Probably a map, right? Before you get to those other sets of searches. If you're searching for an electrician, what shows up? You know, a lot of times there's some ads up top and then there's a map right below it. So a lot of these searches will already have these like this map that shows up. And I, I would say if you're seeing the map, you're seeing a lot of what local SEO is different from what regular. And while they do have like the Venn diagram, there is a slight overlap. If you, though, don't kind of lean in a little bit into some of the, the local side of things, you won't really show up on the map. So there's a little bit of love that you can kind of do and, and and provide to help you show up there, you know, which we'll, we'll definitely try to dive into a couple ideas here. But but that's why they're different. Right. And while like people hear SEO and then they hear local SEO and they just think, oh, OK, I'm just going to put like my. Uh, my city or that they just register their business on, you know, a couple directories and they think they're good. There's a little bit more to it. And, um, you know, it, it's, I would say it's really thanks to, to, to COVID not to, to like say that word in a, in a, a good way or a bad way, but it, it became a realization that, um, People needed to update their business and what was going on and if they were open, what their hours were, certain requirements. And there really wasn't, you know, social media had a little bit going on, but Google as a whole felt like, oh, no, um, 
we don't have a good way to share a lot of stuff with people. And and they did, but they never really leaned in on it. And so that was a really big moment where all of a sudden, it's funny because for, for, for years, Google said, oh, it's going to take us a year or two years to do certain things. And all of a sudden, in the first two weeks of COVID, all of a sudden, they rolled out the things that they said were going to take a year or two years longer because they realized how important it was. And they haven't really looked back since that moment and they've really leaned in on on the local so we like to also lean in on that yeah so i mean google made a huge investment between 22 and 2023 i think in the local seo calling mm-hmm. um changing how you verify your vet, your location and things like that so that you can show that you really are there making it a lot more difficult to mm-hmm. get listed but not just that but also to stay listed right oh yeah well it's it's a good checks right and and while it's annoying right nobody likes that email or that moment where you realize that your your business got you know taken down because it's you know it needs to be re-verified but you know in in the that's annoying for us but as a consumer of somebody that uses you know i'm i'm sometimes glad that there's some steps in place that maybe maybe something throwed it off i wish sometimes i would know a little bit more about like why they say a business needs to be re-verified you don't really get that you just get the hey i need to you know take a video or i need to get on a facetime call with or a google meet with you know one of the google reps to kind of review it there isn't really the why behind it but i get the why is because you know we got to show that you are a legit business and that you know there's if you want to rank you want to show up there you gotta you gotta prove it so Yeah, I remember one of my podcast guests said, these are Google's customers. They want to send them to the right place. So people aren't going to go back to Google and be searching in Google if the information is not correct. So they have made a huge investment to make sure that that information is correct and that the map pack is as relevant as possible. Mm -hmm. So I get calls from clients all the time. Something's wrong. Why am I not coming up? Um different things in the map. I should, you know, I'm here on site inside the business. I should be the first one listed. Um, those types of things. What, what are some of the factors in local SEO that people should be thinking about? Yeah. So there's, uh, there's, I mean, there's probably like SEO, there's a lot of things, right? But if there's a handful of things that you can really like think about, worry about, kind of keep in mind um, for um, are the things that obviously we usually can control in a situation. There's a couple things you can't, right? Like, unfortunately, location, um, your actual physical location is a lot more important than you want it to be, right? So there could be everything from that, where you're located, where are local other things that are close to it like again uh, I, I like my sandwich shop analogy so i'll stick with that maybe because we're recording this around lunchtime so i'm hungry but you're thinking okay i need a sandwich shop and if you have one right next to another one right next to another one right that are only maybe a half a mile away there's a good chance google's not going to show the one that's three or five miles away because a that's one of those things that you can kind of get away with so if you're on that you know, you're a mile away and there's a bunch that are half a mile away. Google might be showing a lot of times users that now you have no control over that. However, there is a kind of thought process be- behind where you kind of put your business, right? So we had a, a moving company that had a location that was a lot more like 
closer to some residential areas. And then he moved kind of more in like a warehouse district. And the amount of searches that he lost from just having his location be really, if you went five miles out, you were like, here in Orlando, you're in like the tourist area side of town. So there's nobody really searching probably for moving companies that are going to visit, you know, the mouse house here in Disney. But you know, you go um, where he was before, you'd go three, five miles out and you were in neighborhoods and things like that. So his map exposure went down, not necessarily that was a cause and effect, but maybe for him, maybe he needs to have a few satellite offices in closer residential areas that he could use to put a map location. So that way he comes up locally, right? Because your location is one of the most important things that you can't really control too much. A, a few things that you can really control is reviews. Reviews are so important. Um, it's, you know, digital currency from, you know, everybody's abilities to share their experience with you. Sometimes great, sometimes bad. And I think people get long that somebody might say something that is not as um, flowery and exciting as they want it to be. But in those moments, um, for Google, they really just care about reviews. It's really a numbers game. And at some point, there's probably a number of reviews that you can kind of begin to start seeing that usually um, a majority of the people that show up in like the top three or top five, it's not always the case. It's not like, oh man, I got to have 25 before you're good. Sometimes you'll see somebody with three or seven or one because you also have to remember there's, it's not just reviews. That's the factor. But there's be a number at some point. Maybe if you're like an insurance company, maybe it's 125. Maybe if you're just a moving company, it's 75. Where at some point, like there's kind of an expectation that Google has that you would have that to be seen as like a an active or a strong business. And I, I believe it's category based because that's a big, uh, another important factor that, that Google has. Because <clears throat> if you're an electrician and a plumber, Google has something called primary categories. So if you decide that you want to go big on being an electrician, but your um, um, major category is set up as your primary category, sorry, set up as plumber, you're going to have a majority of your searches could lean into the electrician side. So it, it, that that is a, a big determining factor in, in what you show up for. But some people don't even know that and they might pick some things further down their list as a primary just because it's top of mind or they don't realize how important that is to pick um, a category that maybe has more volume, right? Maybe you're a sandwich shop and maybe you're also vegetarian and that's the vegetarian side is the secondary, but like you didn't put sandwich shop in there. And so now you're surprised that maybe you're not getting as many people when more people probably search for sandwich shops than vegetarian is just a thought possible. I'm not sure uh, as, as thrown out there. Well, I think one of the important things, though, that you said was about reviews. Reviews are important. It is not about negative reviews. I have bought services off of negative reviews. Mm -hmm. I remember I was um, back in 2019, we went on um, a family Christmas trip to Cabo, which, you know, again, was really, really right. nice. But I actually wanted to go fishing. Um, and I I shouldn't say that. I didn't want to go fishing, but I thought my husband would enjoy fishing. And so I sent my husband off fishing and actually ended up having to go because nobody else wanted to go. But we're going fishing and I only wanted to go catching. And we did catch a lot of fish, which was nice because I got us through a lot of the pandemic with our tuna. But um, when when I looked up the different fishing charters, this one had a negative review. 
And the response of the company to that negative review, which was basically like they pulled a bait and switch and they charged me more and all this other stuff. And he's no, you specifically said this is the type of stuff that you wanted to catch. And that was going to take more to get to where the fishing was good for that. It was going to take more gas. And that's why we increased the price, et cetera. And it was a longer trip, et cetera, you know, and they kept going. Um, which I thought was very insightful. And I was like, okay, that's reasonable. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm glad that they gave them the option to pay more in fuel and to pay more for the charter to go further out where they would find fish. And so negative reviews aren't bad. Like Mm -mm. their response to that was, I was like, huh, good. They're professional. I like them. They responded to that review. So I want to work with them. And I'm sure if they didn't respond, you'd be like, oh, man, they're just a bait and switch company. And not that like they didn't even need to probably even like sometimes not even being defensive about it or having to even give your side. How about just a simple, hey, I apologize that you felt that our pricing was that, Uh, you know, we try to make that as clear as possible. And, you know, we wish they did do it in a really nice way. But it was just it was very cool in terms of that sold me on them. Mm hmm. Yeah, I bought well, off a negative review. Yeah, there's nothing. It, it it shows you exactly who they are, what they're about, how they're going to help you. That that's and again, but you can't fix those situations if you didn't have a negative review. Yep. So let's let's talk a little bit about it. So there's Google Business Profile. Um, there's a million and a half listing companies. <laughs> I think about five to seven years ago, someone called me and I was like, "Oh, where did you hear about me?" They're like yellowpages.com. I was like, oh, interesting. Like, I didn't know anybody searched there. But clearly people do. So talk to me a little bit more about what these listing services are and where where that's headed and how it affects local SEO. Yeah, yeah. So um, with, with online, when you, there's so many directories out there. There's probably... But the honest truth is there's probably only like maybe three, five, maybe 10. It probably depends on also your um, what category you're in, right? Because like if you're the sandwich shop, you're probably going to want to be on like Yelp. But it probably doesn't matter if you're probably on Yellow Pages and all those. That's probably like you don't need to be on, you know, the City Search and, you know, Angie's List and all these other ones. But if there's other ones that you probably also do need to be on because maybe you know it, it is very you know food centric right or 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 things that are um local to you you know a restaurant maybe or if you're a service area business like a electrician or a plumber maybe you, of course you want to be on Angie's list probably less need to be on yelp because that's not really how people are searching it right and again don't need fancy tools just go to google search for electrician go to the first maybe one or two pages and see what directories show up there i would say those are directories that maybe somebody might find you on like the yellow pages if it's there that might be the one that you want to be listed on but versus there are tools or or companies and they they do a good job and and the, the one value of getting you listed on those places is more about fixing possibly an old listing that is about uh, a new listing. So um, look using some of those tools to make sure that is your phone number correct? Did you have an old address before that maybe changed and everything that you want to make sure is accurate? So that way, if they you know are looking for you, they can find you. The other um, one 
uh, places that you can rank as well that isn't necessarily a directory, I would say is right now like Apple Business Connect is a, I would say like we're probably in the, we're in the starter of this uh, um, kind of growth. But like how Google was back in the day, you know, at some point you got to get in somewhere. And they went, they went, they had a abilities to have a listing that used to pull from Yelp. Majority of the information was Yelp. You can confirm a few things. You checked a couple boxes and they said, thanks, have a good day. Well, last year, back in, uh, I guess it was early 2023, not, um, they came out and said, hey, we want people to be able to find more things. We want to make sure our maps, right? They have their maps app. So it's important that that information is there. And we want to own some of that data that is kind of, you know, kind of coming in and that you can put. So they went big and they created their something called Apple Business Connect. And it is similar. I would call it like the light version of what you're used to with if you're using your Google business profile or even like Bing places similar in terms of just showing up on Bing. But this one now helps you show up in probably two main places, right? In the Apple Maps and in Safari, right? So when people are using their Safari browser, um, which is that base browser within their iPhone, you have a chance now of it showing up and um, your business information there. And when they click on it, it then opens up your profile. And they have a few more things. Like I said, they added some things like they have their own categories now. There's things to know about the business, little, little information there. They also do something called uh, showcases, which are almost like, um, uh, so Google has something called offer posts in their uh, little thing. They have something called showcases. So you can go in there and put little sales, deals, something you want to kind of feature. And while it doesn't necessarily is getting a ton of visibility right now, you know, this is that um, situation where um, they're, they're still collecting, right? So they created an abilities to uh, begin to start creating these, right? So before they're probably going to promote it, they want to make sure that they have a lot of data, uh, you know, and, and what they've been really working on over this past year is getting a lot of the, probably the enterprise, the franchises, the corporate businesses to make sure their information's right before they start to, I, I, I believe that you'll start seeing if you're an iPhone user, more and more kind of instances of some of these local profiles showing up with that updated data with your showcase, maybe showing, or they have photos and everything. And what's fun about like some of the things that they're doing is like, like with Google business, like you've probably seen the blurriest, jankiest looking photos I've ever seen in my life. Apple will straight up tell you this needs to be, you know, 1500 pixels. It needs to be a certain resolution and they straight up will just deny photos. And while again, frustrating for sometimes a user to have to upload and experience it what i'm seeing that they're doing is they didn't just put out something and ask people to to actually kind of uh use it they said no i we have a quality that we want to make sure that shows up somewhere because like especially like an iphone where like your the pixels are so you know uh, well done you know especially in new phones nothing's worse than a blurry photo looks even more blurrier you know when you have like double the amount of pixels than you should so it's cool things like that that they're doing so my you know 2024 prediction is later on in the year or so that they'll lean in a little bit further on it 
Also, if we want to go even deeper, there's a good chance that they might also look into building their own search engine, which could, again, kind of be similar to how Google is because they pay a lot of money for Google to be their base search engine within Safari and some other places. So there's been some murmurs for years now about it. So we'll see what happens. But this is uh, just a a great opportunity. Now, you're probably only going to get maybe like 10% of the visibility that you're used to from your Google business profile. But again, it's the idea that, you know, you're the only person a lot of times you're competing with is the person next door, right? Not, you know, so if you're not doing it, you know, maybe your competitor is. So what are you doing to kind of really keep up with them? Well, and local SEO is so important because there are so many people doing the no-click searches to see what's near them, to see where it is, to look up a phone number, to look up an address, to see if you have special holiday hours. Having that updated really does improve your customer experience, not just for Google's customers that are searching for you, but it can make it a lot more streamlined because, you know, Google will put, hey, it's a holiday, so double check their hours before you go. That's great. You know, because if you go and they didn't update their hours, you're not going to be super happy. Right. Right. And so when you're working on your customer service and your how you're appearing and how people like to interact with you, local SEO and making sure that your profile is up to date is very important to people. So, all right. So what I'm taking from you is one, we definitely have to do Google business profile and make sure that it's up to date because you don't want to get unlisted. Number two, check out the Apple Business Connect because there's a lot of iPhone users out there. So you definitely want to stay competitive just in case things start to change around. And it sounds like they're definitely going to be moving around. Um, And, you know, again, pay attention to the details that are there. What other, if any, advice do you have for people looking to improve their local presence? Yeah, um, the, the the other side of things that I would remind everybody about is that while Google is really, really smart, right? And they've, um, they do a lot of things to share with us stuff about how like, don't worry, we can crawl your site and we know who you are and where you are and what you do, right? And while I believe that they they mean so well by, by that, I, I believe that there's still kind of a, a disconnect between what they can understand and what we kind of have to like kind of form, kind of force feed them a little bit. So I'll, I'll use an example here that sounds really kind of, um, I mean, on a, I guess if a computer saw it versus a, a human would, would see the difference, but this is where like we can help to kind of figure out where sometimes Google can't kind of take it all in. So I'll, so we had a um, personal injury attorney, right? So he was his law firm and it was PA. So his law firm PA, cause it was um, personal attorney or whatever. Well, PA is, can be Pennsylvania, right? And while I'm, don't we didn't never mention Pennsylvania anywhere on the website. 
But every time he, that was his LLC, that was how his name was set up. And so he was, again, under the impression, I need to have my business name plus PA. Well, Google thought at some point or started to show him for Pennsylvania searches. So when somebody was searching for personal injury attorney Pennsylvania, he was starting to show up there. And it took a, a minute or whatever. But what we quickly realized was, hold on a second. He's a Florida-based attorney here, and we need to talk about Florida and Orlando and where we serve and the areas we serve and remove PA because that created it created a little bit of confusion. And while, again, we know Google, we want Google to know what we do, where we do, how we do things, right? If you're the electrician, the plumber, the sandwich, like what neighborhood are you in? What area are you in? What area do you serve? And really talk about that. Because again, if you're probably the, the sandwich shop, you know, you're not going to get, and there's some good sandwiches. I'll drive, I'll drive some miles for some sandwiches. But the honest truth is you're probably in the the five to 10 mile, you know, range. And you have a, a neighborhood, a city, kind of a region that you would talk about. But you're not a Florida sandwich shop. You might be in Orlando or in East Orlando or, you know, insert your city here or if you're in, next to a large neighborhood. That's what you need to share that information. And even though your address shares it, even though it, maybe all the signs are there, you got to be real specific to help Google out. And they kind of told us a few years ago, you don't need to share that information. You definitely still do. Even, you know, in 2023, 2024 and beyond, you absolutely need to, to share that information just to kind of fill in that gap that Google, for some reason, still has being able to figure out where do you operate, what do you do, and how do you do things, just to, to help with the local side of things, because I think that's really important. Because most people, most I don't think I think most businesses probably don't serve necessarily a national audience. And yes, we want to, right? We're we're a digital marketing agency and we want to. But the honest truth is, do we need that many people? Or are we just trying to be lofty? And when you go really broad, then you have a le lower chance of, of, of ranking, especially less for local SEO. All right. So that sounds like a plan. So this year, make sure that one of your resolutions is checking out how you're, how you're showing up in your local SEO. Ask other people to go ahead and do a search for you. Ask your customers what comes up when they're searching. Again, it, Search engine optimization is a bit of an art, which is why people and agencies like David's exist um, so that you can go ahead and be found online, which is really important. Before I let you go, David, um, as you know, I ask everybody the same question because we know marketing is anything but a perfect science. What has been your biggest marketing lesson learned? My biggest marketing lesson is not trying new things, right? So I quickly realize that when I hear something, it's got to get worked into a flow. It's got to get done. It's got to get tried, played around with. If there's a new social network or a new thing that can help you possibly rank better or whatever, you got to get in early and you got to play around with it. You got to make it work for you and try it out. Because it's it, all things, it, nothing good lasts forever. <laughs> and at some point, whatever it was, by the time maybe you do get to it, maybe a year from now or two years from now, it's gone. It don't work anymore. So it's just important to, if you hear something new, 
put it into practice, start working it, try it out, sample it for your business and and see how it goes. There's there's so much out there, so much that we can kind of try as businesses to kind of make our life a little bit, bit easier. So. Well, and experimenting is so important. I always recommend that everybody do at least 10% experimentation when it comes to their marketing budget, whether that's time and or money. That's great. And new things is a, are a great way to see what's working and what's not working and what might work for you. So definitely check that out. Get listed on Apple Business Connection and double check your Google business profile at least at a minimum, right? Oh, yeah. uh, and people can go from there to make sure that they're you're able to be found online because people are out there searching and they want to find you. Thank you all so much for listening and tuning in to another episode of Imperfect Marketing. I am so honored that we had David join us again with his wonderful tips and wisdom into the world of SEO. So go ahead and rate and subscribe wherever you're listening or watching. And that would really help us out if you learned anything from this episode. And I hope that you all have a great rest of your day. Hope to see you soon on another episode of Imperfect Marketing. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Imperfect Marketing. Be sure to subscribe and visit KendraCorman.com slash Imperfect Marketing to view the show notes of all my podcast episodes. See you next week. Same time, same place.